Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sarah. And I'm Beth. We co-host Pantsuit Politics, a podcast seeking nuance in political conversation. Along the way, we've realized the rest of life is filled with nuance, too. So we come here each week to commemorate the moments in our lives, moments beyond birthdays, weddings, and funerals, that deserve celebration. It's an opportunity to see ourselves in a new season and to reflect on the messiness of living wisely. Today on The Nuance Life, we have two great commemorations about being a parent and also a human being. It's amazing how often those things feel like they're in conflict. But our listeners are doing a wonderful job bringing them together. So we're going to talk about that. I would also like to personally commemorate, Sarah, the beginning of baseball season. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Before we get started, we wanted to share that we will be in New England this weekend. We will be with the River Run Bookstore at the South Church in Portsmouth, New Hampshire on Friday. You can pick up all the information and tickets if you'd like to come see us. Interview Senator Maggie Hassan at our Facebook page. So we hope to see you there. Our first commemoration today comes from Maggie, and I so relate to this commemoration. Maggie essentially says, I don't shop, and I just kind of wear a uniform for work that works for me every day. And I'm realizing that it's time for me to have some clothes that are not just work clothes, and that I like, and that fit me. And so Maggie got herself some clothes, and she got clothes that fit her now, not aspirationally fitting clothes. I have purchased a lot of aspirationally fitting clothes, and I'm done with that now, and Maggie is too. And these clothes are not useful in any sense of the word other than she likes them and she will want to wear them places, which I think is the ultimate in what clothes should be. But it's so hard to get yourself to do this. So congratulations, Maggie. Listen, I know that having babies in pregnancy and then losing and your body changes can be a pain in the butt. I would like to encourage everyone to shift that perspective ever so slightly, because in many ways, multiple pregnancies and dramatic body changes that accompany those pregnancies are an opportunity to reassess your clothes and your style and like what you actually enjoy wearing. So in my 20s, a lot because I got really into what not to wear, not Stacy the original British ladies, Trini and Susanna, who I adore. And so I was really trying to do things that like were for my body type. And I wore a lot of like A-line skirts, which they recommended and stuff that was like very feminine. And that was my style at the time. But like, because I felt so good in those clothes, I kept wearing them at the time in my 20s. And then I had kids and I kept wearing that look. And then I kind of realized, especially because a lot of it didn't fit anymore, which was a gift in the in the long view of things, They're like, that's not what I really like wearing anymore. Like my style became more monochromatic. It became more, I don't mean just black either. I mean, just like not as print, like more basic and more modern and like just a different, like I liked super drapey stuff, even though I know I have a thin waist and blah, 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 body type, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, but I just kind of like, I think those 
those really big shifts can kind of shake you out of this is what I've been wearing. And when I started wearing it, I liked it and felt good and give you a moment of reflection and be like, oh, wait, I don't actually, <laughs> this is not my style anymore. This is a good opportunity to assess what I actually want to wear. I agree with that. I know that it is difficult. I know that it is expensive. It is a pain to lose something that you loved in the transition of radical body changes. But I do like having permission to just take a fresh look. And even if something still fits kind of or still looks okay or shouldn't be too old yet. Or you really loved it at one time. I think that's the big trap. Yeah. Like you spent a lot of money on it. You looked fabulous in it. You loved it five years ago. Well, good, but (laughs) you're a different person now. It does make a difference what you wear too. I was following your lead, Sarah, on Instagram doing what I learned for this month. And one of the things that has finally sunk in for me is that I don't work for anyone anymore, which means in my work, I can kind of wear what I enjoy wearing. And it's really hard to take a step back and say, what is it that I enjoy wearing? So I'm getting real experimental with that right now. And it feels really good. And it does remind me that I am a person with preferences. I think that often I have used clothing just to fit a role, which is what Maggie's talking about in the sense of this is what I wear for work every day. And it's good to say, I'm going to have a couple things in my closet that let me just be me. And if that sounds really expensive and not available to you right now, I totally understand that. I find that accessories are a good way to get there. So I have a lot of basic clothing, too. I have really fun scarves. I have some fun earrings. I have some fun shoes. And that is a less overwhelming way, I think, to start to experiment with this. Well, and one way I really started experimenting with it, I don't do it anymore, but I did Stitch Fix for a long time. I was busy. I had a lot of little kids. I did not have time to go shopping. More importantly, I do not enjoy shopping at all. So Stitch Fix was a really good solution for me. I'm also a big devotee of ThreadUp. It's like an online consignment store. I have this this I have this one cashmere sweater that's like a block, very modern. It's like represents when I realize, oh, this is what I really like to wear. It's a J. Crew cashmere sweater that I got for $15. Okay. Like that is that is that just makes me happy telling you about it. Not mention wearing it, which I love to wear it. I've also realized this is a my new like sort of aha moment is I, and you're going to guess because I know it's your favorite color. I don't like to wear black. And I always felt like for a long time, I kind of had to wear black because I have so much color on my head. But I realized like when it's beautiful and sunny outside, I want to wear color. And when it's rainy and gray, the very strong narrative in my family is that my great grandmother always said, if it's dreary outside, wear a bright color to cheer yourself up. So when it's gray I have like a genetic drive to also wear bright colors. And so the black stuff very often just sits in my closet. And I'm kind of like, Why? stop buying black things. You never wear them. And I'm realizing like I really love color. And I think that might be the next kind of phase of my style and wardrobe is like I've kind of I'm coming around to what kind of fits I like. But a lot of those are in black and I never picked them up because I like color. I love to wear black. Most of my closet is black. But I think part of it is because it's a good canvas for other things. I can really rotate in scarves and shoes and necklaces with black. And I do like the way I feel like a lot of black clothes just fit nicely, you know. But all of that to say, congratulations, Maggie. I would love to see some pictures of your new wardrobe. I hope you're really enjoying it. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Our book is out and we have new bonuses available for anybody who orders more than one book. If you order one book, you can still fill out the form on I think you're wrong, but I'm listening.com and get the discussion guide. But if you order five or more books, you can gain access to our webinar on surviving holiday political conversations. If you order 25 copies of I Think You're Wrong, But I'm Listening, we'll Skype into your book club and spend 20 minutes with y'all. And if you order 100 books or more, you're our eternal best friend. And you'll receive 50% off on our speaking fees if you'd like to have us come to your event. So again, just go to I think you're wrong, but I'm listening.com and there's a form where you can fill out your name and email address, your order confirmation, and how many books you ordered. We also heard from Kathy, who is a full-time working mom of three, 12-year-old twin boys and an 8-year-old girl, Get it, Kathy. And she says that she shared labor with her husband and she tries not to shame her awesome (laughs) husband. But she also wanted to take a moment to just recognize how much she does as a working mom of three. And so she wrote, this is my favorite. This sounds like something I would do, which I really appreciate. She just wrote it down a day in the life. She just wrote up every single thing she did. And she sent us a list. It's very long. It's lots of, she canceled, she rescheduled, she made appointments. She did paperwork on top of all her full-time job tasks. She made dinner. She cleaned up dinner. She paid for lessons. She gave her son a haircut. That's impressive. I try to do that. That does not work out well for me. She did research on Christmas gifts, all these things, like the list that we if we all sat down and did what Kathy did, which is brilliant, and just make a list of everything we do. Because at the end of the day, so often, I can speak for myself. I get in my head about what I didn't do, what I wanted to do better, where I screwed up, instead of just making a list of like, look at all the amazing accomplishments I did today. And Kathy's using this not just as a end of the day, but as a sort of moment of self-reflection. I am doing a lot, and it's time to recognize myself for that. Good for you, Kathy. Kathy's list reads like a poem to me. <laughs> And it's almost all of the little moments in our day where you can see acts of love for our family. Mm -hmm. They're exhausting. And we can be mad about them sometimes. (laughs) It's a lot. But I have been trying to think about my daughter's school uses Blooms, which is this app for communication. I don't know what it is about Blooms, Sarah, but when I get a Blooms notification, I am annoyed in a way that I can't even describe to you. And that is no one's fault but mine. I appreciate the communication from the school. I know that it is difficult to engage the attention of parents. So, like, they're doing the right things. It just gets on my nerves. And I'm trying to remember when I pop in to check blooms that this is an act of love for Jane, who is in school. This is me giving my attention to her world. And it's a good thing for me to do. And it just gives me a little bit of comfort. I feel like the secret of parenting as I get older is finding teeny tiny little ways to trick your brain to just work with things in their current state of reality, knowing that that reality will not exist forever. Like another example of this for me is lately I have felt like yelling a lot. 
because both of my daughters are not paying attention to me at all. Like they both are fully invested in their own worlds and not paying attention. And it brings up in me the desire to yell. And so every time I feel like yelling, I am whispering and it just makes a big difference. I just feel better. I like myself better. I think it's as effective as yelling, which is almost not at all, right? So it's more about me. But those little twists, I think, help. I'm a yeller. I've gotten a lot better about it, especially when one of my best friends and their family came. And they're like, your house is loud. Everybody in your house yells. <laughs> We're just a loud family. Also, we have an upstairs. So they're- Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There's a lot of like, come down for dinner, come down for breakfast. But I've gotten much better at, like you said, it just doesn't work, which is I'm a I'm a person who likes to think that I value the efficiency or effectiveness of things, of practices. And so I've gotten better, but it is so hard in those moments not to just react. To respond instead of just reacting to your children is like a life's journey, man. And I think it's good to annotate that journey for them where you say like, yeah, I'm trying to whisper instead of yell. Because I don't like myself when I'm yelling and I do need to get your attention. And sometimes whispering gets your attention because it's a change. I try to just speak these things out loud so that they know I am a human being processing this whole adventure of raising you. And I'm trying to be thoughtful about it. I am trying to respond instead of just react. The Nuance Life has always been a place we share our bigger conversations about values and the messiness of life. One of our favorite parts of the show is sharing listener commemorations of those messy moments that often go uncelebrated or unrecognized. From cancer diagnosis to breakups. From potty trained toddlers to new jobs. We commemorate it all on The Nuance Life, and we'd love to hear those commemorations from you. So share your messy moments with us via email. I also need to commemorate the start of baseball season. I love baseball season. I'm so happy. Chad and I had our first date at a baseball game. We sit in our first date seats still when we go. We're part of a season ticket group. We have eight games a season, which is exactly right for me. That's exactly the amount of baseball I want to see. So I realized why I so enjoy baseball in a way that I never have before this year. We had tickets this weekend. We went. The game was rained out. It was a bummer. But just when we got into the stadium, it's always like a rush to get there on time. And we never know what the traffic's going to be like coming from my house. So there are a whole bunch of things about getting there that are a pain. But when we get there and we sit down in our seats, those seats have such nostalgic value for me that there's something wonderful about that. And Just there's no hurry about anything in baseball. And I love that so much. It just feels like time stops and here I am at this thing and we all understand that it's going to be a long game and everybody's going to bat a lot and they're not going to hit it out of the park every time. 
it's a wonderful contrast to everything else in life, you know? Like, I feel like we just get with baseball that not every moment is the only moment. It's not urgent. This isn't the only game. We're going to play a million baseball games this season. It's okay if we lose some. That's right. And it's just good. It's so good for my soul to sit at a baseball game. So I do quite enjoy attending baseball games. I went to a lot when I was a little kid. My my dad lived in California. We went to Oakland A's games. I was very into Mark McGuire because he had red hair before he was a famous home run hitter. Fun fact, fun family trivia about Sarah is my dad was at the baseball game. Was it a World Series game? I think it was when the earthquake hit in San Francisco. He was actually in the stadium. So I really do. I have some nostalgia about going as a kid. I think it is the most fun, like, sport to attend in person. Now, I would rather be tortured than watch a baseball game on television because I think it's an excruciatingly boring thing to watch on television. And I do enjoy watching basketball because it is a much more fast-paced game. But there is something about a baseball, just the whole environment, the food, and the fans and being like outside but not except for you don't have shade on your ta- the, in your seats right i don't but we have a little area underneath that we can go down to to cool off that stresses me out just thinking about it um and i have a cousin who plays professional baseball so it's a big deal in my family i don't know if i would be ever be a season ticket holder but i will say that is a that's a must do thing Every summer for the Holland family. Like, we go to at least one. Now, we have Paducah Chiefs. We have our own little baseball team in Paducah. And it was really fun. Actually, you know what? I think the most fun baseball games to go to are the minor leagues. Like, did you go to Lexington Legends games when we were in college? I went to one or two. They're fun. I think they're more fast. Like, more things happen. Like, because that's kind of the bummer of a professional baseball game is, like, they're all so good, nothing happens. But that's the beauty of it. That's the exercise for our spirits, Sarah, of professional baseball. <laughs> There's lots of other ways to exercise your spirit that way that don't involve sitting in the sun and getting a sunburn. Uh, and then we used to live in Durham, and we went to the Durham Bulls, which Bull Durham is like one of my most favorite movies of all time. And so that was really fun. I think minor league baseball games are actually superior. I think they're really fun. We went to a lot of Lexington Legends games when we were there. I wish Paducah had a minor league team. We just have the Paducah Chiefs, which is like below minor leagues. <laughs> but I do like – I think there is something just – like nostalgic and sentimental and there's not that many group events we all engage in on that level of a baseball game. So, I I mean, I get it. I'm not get it season pass holder, get it, but I definitely go every year. It's just a really fun thing to be a part of and part of having the, the share of season tickets. And it's just a share. Like we, you know, like I said, eight games, it's about right. But knowing these are our seats and these are the people who work in our section. And these are the people who kind of sit in our section. It's just all really nice. Anna LeBaron posted on Instagram over the weekend. It looked like it might have been from Brene Brown. I'm not positive. But something about J-O-M-O instead of FOMO. It's the joy of missing out. I loved it. I was like, this Anna LeBaron, I knew you were my people, but this is really my people because that's how I feel. I never have that sense of like, where's the action? If I'm not part of it, something's going to be terrible for me. And I think baseball is just like a little vacation. I want the vitamin D. I want to sit there and soak up the sun. It's, I don't know, it's just wonderful. It, I really feel energized and comforted by baseball. So yay, baseball season. Last summer, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law for my father-in-law's big retirement got one of the corporate boxes 
for a Braves game. And that was fancy. We literally walked in and my oldest son Griffin said, did we win the lottery? Because <laughs> they have like all the food. You have your own cooler. You have covered seats. That you can just go in and out. You're like, oh, I need to go inside and get a little refreshment. It's right there. Just walk right in the little double doors and then go right back out to your tables and nice little stadium seats in the shade. Now, listen, if that was the situation and I could afford it, I would get season tickets like that because it was a super awesome. See, I've spent a lot of time in corporate boxes and I do not like it. I feel like you're removed from the whole experience of being at baseball. Like it is it's a fun thing to do, I think, once or twice, but I don't like that as a way to actually watch the game. Oh, I wanted to say this about you're talking about baseball on television. I would like to make a distinction between watching baseball on television and having baseball on. I usually do not like ambient television. Like I want to watch something or I want the TV to be off. I don't like to be in houses where the TV is just on as background noise constantly. The exception to that is baseball, though. If you're going to do the ambient television thing, I think baseball is a really nice thing to just have on. I can get I get that. That makes sense to me. Whatever kicks your summer off, I hope that it is starting for you so you can at least start to think in the direction of warmth and things growing and being outside. We will be back here with you next week to commemorate more of the special moments in your lives. Between now and then, check us out on Pantsuit Politics. We have our first presidential candidate joining us on Pantsuit Politics this week, so we hope you listen in and enjoy that episode. Until next week, keep it nuanced, y'all. Nuance Life is produced by Dylan Garvin. Elise Knapp is our production assistant. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. The Nuance Life is listener supported. For $5 a month, you'll receive an extra episode of The Nuance Life at patreon.com slash The Nuance Life. You can connect with us on our website, thenuancelife.com, and follow us on Instagram.